Clap for that, you stupid bastard. Who's gonna win it? The Celtics! I'll kidnap a thousand children before I let this company die! Wow! Yeah, I thought it was funny. 1-800-CALL-JOE The Playing Catch-Up Podcast Please clap. Playing Catch-Up Podcast! Woo! Uh, coming up, we're gonna have Grant Cole! Our, our great friend. And Everett's gonna do some more quick takes. But no bozo this week. things quickly. No bozo this week. We're going to take a bozo break. T- yes. We've reached Cuomo saturation. Exactly. And it, it can't. We just really couldn't give it to him we've anymore. Been, we've been over bozoed. Overburdened with bozos. Um, but first, as always, the headlines from the week. Everett, you start. News broke Monday that many European nations would be ending their use of AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine after a handful of cases in which vaccinations led to blood clots. On Thursday, European drug regulators issued a statement declaring that the vaccine was now safe to use. We had about a week of leeway in which many around the world lost all trust in the safety of the AstraZeneca vaccine due to this controversy. Brian, was it a smart decision for European countries to, and the media, and the media, to make this such a big story? Because they, did they make a mountain out of a molehill, as it were? Well, it's a tricky situation because you don't want to make a molehill out of a mountain. You know? Right. Right, you don't want to devalue the mountain. So, yeah, they, they did this review and stuff, but um, now I think nobody wants to take the AstraZeneca vaccine anywhere. Like, speaking for myself, people in this house, people I've seen on the television... Um, they're all saying, I don't want to take that anymore. Just because, you know, you ever go to a restaurant and you see like one hair on your food and you're like, fuck, I don't want to eat anymore. Yeah. Your appetite was completely lost. Yes. That's what yeah, people are that, doing right I, now with the I, AstraZeneca I, vaccine. I could relate to that in a way. You Probably could say that the AstraZeneca hair. vaccine, you could say that the AstraZeneca vaccine was in the wrong place at the right time i think it yeah well some of it is in the the wrong place at the wrong time in america anyway but they're moving it so it's okay they're gonna move they're gonna but the astrazeneca vaccine um was never gonna be hasn't been used in the united states hasn't been approved for um use exactly um it's really a europe thing right now so um doesn't really matter to us, but no. Yeah, I think this is a great episode. I think it's your, really your funny. Prof- your your professor is gonna love this. He's gonna shout be- out. What's his name? It, it, I won't say. It's secret. <laughs> this one's for you. <clears throat> his this is my headline. Can I speak? Are you please be my guest. Um. Thursday was a strange day for American diplomacy where there were two very public skirmishes with two of our greatest frenemies, all right? In an ABC News interview where Biden agreed that Russian President Vladimir Putin was a killer, you can expect a reaction from that, Uh, Russia recalled its American ambassador, which historically doesn't represent the start of anything great. Putin also sarcastically wished Biden good health. 
Can I do my impression of what that sounded you like? You may. You may. Joe Biden. <laughs> Good health. <laughs> job of the hut i mean <laughs> well the funny thing is no, was his was... next line was like i wish him good health and then he's like there's no joke in there there's no joke i'm serious i swear hilarious um, so classic he blog. also but he also insinuated that biden was a killer saying he quote, said that he said I... it takes one to know one yeah. He said when I was a, when I was a child, when we argued in the courtyard, we said the following: If you call someone names, that's really your name. And then the weirdest part, Putin challenged Biden to a live televised debate, saying to a Russian reporter, "I've just thought of this now. I want to propose to President Biden to continue our discussion, but on the condition that we basically do it live, as it's called." <laughs> what? That doesn't make any um, without any delays and directly in an open, direct discussion. It seems to me that that would be interesting for the people of Russia and for the people of the United States. Zoinks. Zoink. Crazy. And that was just the beginning. Oh Thursday evening, gosh. Chinese and American diplomats got into a public shouting match in Anchorage, Alaska, over which country was more undemocratic. Wow. Uh, a Chinese diplomat said, quote, We hope the United States will do better on human rights. The fact is that there are many problems with the United States regarding humans ri- human rights, which is admitted by the U.S. itself. Deep-seated. They did not just emerge over the past four years, such as Black Lives Matter. They added, Many people within the United States actually have little confidence in the democracy of the United States. Um, and then our boy, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Anthony. Like, we're... we're I don't have the exact quote. I couldn't find it, but he was sort of... He said something to the effect of, um, yes, we do stuff wrong, but we uh, actually admit to our mistakes and we try to develop a more perfect union, sort of calling out the Chinese for not doing the same. Um, But Everett, what is the reason for this sudden harsh rhetoric from these two countries? And also, would a Putin-Biden debate be good for the Biden administration and for the country at large. Loaded question there. Hope you can handle it's it. It's a lot. Um, I'm going to take a quick break before I say that, Brian. The worst has truly happened. Elena Schatzball just passed by. Um, so I waved. No, she didn't see me. Um, okay, answer to the question. Uh, <laughs> I'm keeping that in. What does it say? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no expert, but it, to me it was like, that is a sign that the administration we have now, compared to what we once had, is standing up to these adversarial governments, which historically, you know, the the relationship has not been super awesome, just to put it in the most juvenile of terms. What's up? Um, nice, good picture. Um, so I don't think it's a problem per se, because they're actually challenging um, these other nations. Um, on their records, and hopefully now, as opposed to before, with Tony, for example, um, we can admit our mistakes, but still, uh, you know, we can retain our moral composure, hopefully, if any remains. I I think, you know, this is a redeemable play, right? Come on. 
So um, on that account, it's probably good because Donald Trump was like, hey, Vladimir Putin, I think you're super awesome and I love you. Um, and his idea of being tough on China was just like to do the Manhattan businessman way and not the diplomat, I'm the president of a country way. Um, so this is better, I th hope, I think. Conflict is bad. Um, but you got to call people out. And they, you know, the Chinese had a point. But also, it was hypocritical of them, as Tony said, because we actually, you know, more often the American government can, and not the American people per se, can look at it and fix it, hopefully. Um, so, and then well, the second part was about um, a debate. Uh, well, that'd be cool. That it, I would watch. For me, it would be cool, right? As in, it would be interesting. Is it a good policy choice? Probably not at all, but it because it would legitimize that, and you know, I guess from a from an extremely pessimistic point of view, it gives Russia the it gives the Kremlin a win, right? You know, is he said, do this thing, and then we did it. We're like we're a, they're gonna accuse us. The government people would be like, yeah, we're not lackeys. So would it be cool? Yes. Will it happen? Probably not. NFL free agency began this week. And the New England Patriots are back at it again, baby. Woo. Brian and I both have a polyamorous football association, apparently. I've been known to tacitly support Tampa Bay from time to time due to a certain familial relation. And Brian switches between Seattle and Pittsburgh, and sometimes New England. But now that we find ourselves at the vanguard of a new New England Patriots team, recharged and reloaded, Brian, will you commit your full, arduous, and passionate support to Mr. Bill Belichick and whomever the hell the starting quarterback becomes? Hell yeah, baby! The Patriots are back at it again, boys! So, why, why, why are they back at it again? Um, so, the New England Patriots spent about a third of the money that they had spent in the previous 10 years on free agents in the first day of free agency. Uh-huh. So, they spent a ton of money. They, and they, they got a lot of money. everybody, all the best tight ends on the market, a wide receiver, some other people. They re-signed Cam Newton. Maybe he's not the best, but he's definitely not the worst. Maybe and then we get a, a bad team trade to work with, huh? I don't know. Then we get a trade going for um uh, uh that guy in San Francisco, Jimmy G, James Garoppolo. We get that going. Patriots are back at it again, baby. Recharged, reloaded, regenerated. Space Jam Two. Genesis. There's no need the to 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 hide in the the den of the the uh the Tampa Bay Buccaneers anymore. There's no yeah. need to flee to the Pacific Northwest anymore. Cause it's all right here, baby. New England fans, rejoice! Come back! Let's come back! Come back to the Patriots! All the people who have left and supported Tampa Bay, come back! We're going at it again. We one, got another season. One last ride. 
All right, Everett, that's all we have for headlines, but don't think we're out of the news yet. No, we aren't. Everett's favorite moment of the week, and it's not Bozo, because Bozo's not happening this week. Yeah, it's Bozo, big quick stinky. take. Whoa. Once again, if you if you did not listen to this last week, Everett Beals did an amazing job. His challenge in this segment is to spout off a take on the topic I give him in 30 seconds. He's staring at something. What's What are you looking at? What's going on out there? I'm cleaning my water bottle. There's a person out he's, there. He's, I need to espouse get, some vitriol. Everett espouses vitriol for 30 seconds on a topic. And I don't actually think he knows what he's about to talk about before I say I don't. it. don't. He has not gone down that far in the PDF file. Nope. All right, Everett. Walk me through it. First one. A new round of NFL television rights deals were announced this week, and a lot of streaming services are now going to be showing NFL games. Amazon Prime is paying the NFL a reported $10 billion for the exclusive rights to Thursday Night Football from the 2023 season to 2033. ESPN Plus, Peacock, and Paramount Plus will also be carrying NFL regular season games. This new deal comes after the NHL also recently inked a new deal with ESPN Plus, which will put almost all regular season games on the platform for seven years. Everett, in 30 seconds... What is your take? Should we have these things on streaming services? Um, for me, I, I say why not? I don't have cable anymore. I don't have all of these now that there's like Paramount Plus, but to me, it's like bring it on, right? You know, why not? Um, I was, you know, watching March Madness. It's kind of weird because there's like a bunch of stations I haven't heard, you know, places. It's like, what? You know, it's like TNT, but then a bunch of weird ones like some, something like you. It's like a bunch of weird stuff. How do I even get to that? For me, though, I'm excited I can watch my little hockey games on the thing I'm stealing from you. Excellent. You have the ESPN Plus password, too? You gave it to me. Oh, I forgot that did that. What have you been watching? Oh, Nothing. yeah. I you told, told you to me watch to watch OJ. like a OJ thing. OJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The juice. The juice is loose. Not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> in a terrible way. All right, next topic. HBO Max recently released recently released a 4-hour long recut of the DC comic book film Justice League. When this film was released 4 years ago, the theatrical version was directed and edited by Joss Whedon after the film's initial director, Zack Snyder, left during filming. Joss Whedon's Justice League was received uh, very poorly among fans and critics alike, but there were rumblings that a Snyder cut of the film existed. For years, people wondered if this would be ever be released or if it existed at all. But now, after the convenient launch of a new streaming platform and some pressure from Ben, Al- ben Affleck and Gal Gadot, it has been released. Four hours long. Everett, what's your take and do you plan to see this? Yeah, so when I saw the original Justice League, that was the first time I sat down in a movie theater and I thought to myself, wow, that was not good. That was bad. I hated it. Um, Because it was. I think that's not an unpopular opinion. 
This movie, uh, according to Twitter, is in 4-3 aspect ratio. That's funny. I think it, that's fine, honestly. I am interested in it. It's four hours long, but I think I will watch it. You know, we'll, if it's bad, though, I'll probably feel bad about it, because, you know, it's four hours. Excellent job. 30 seconds again. Wow. Those were our two quick takes for this week. Everett, you did a great job. I I try my hardest, Brian. I know you're, you know, you're challenging me. Th- we're learning. Oh, I'll let you go. No, I'm done. The, I'm, the funny, I, I'm done. The funny thing about the Snyder Cut, though, is that it didn't actually exist prior to this. Like, there was footage that Zack Snyder directed in Justice League that wasn't put in the movie that we saw um, in 2017. Um, and then Joss Whedon added some stuff and changed things around. But it's not like Zack Snyder had cut up this thing and this like the Snyder cut was sitting on a shelf somewhere in Burbank. Right. Um, th- he just concocted it so that HBO Max could have something cool. Um, yeah, he had like there were there were things he had something to get, but like you're saying, there wasn't like some finished version yeah, it's not of like, the film that was that was his. It seems like yeah. he had some stuff. Josh, Joss, <laughs> Whedon, Joss, Joss, Joss Whedon. cut a bunch of stuff, um, and that was it. And then they had yeah. to redo a bunch of stuff. They, I don't think they did any new shooting at all, but they just like redid a lot of the for, stuff. For Joss Whedon's, for Joss Whedon's version, they did some reshooting. Right. Remember that whole mustache controversy? Was that the movie that he had a mustache and yeah, they had that to was digitally the remove thing. Henry Cavill's? That was really funny. That was that was because of um, Joss Whedon's direction. Right, it he was because they need things. to reshoot. Yeah. Um, all right, Everett. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna take a break now so that you can go back up to your room and we can talk to our good friend Grant. Yeah, get Grant on the line soon. And we're going to talk it out. All right. We're joined by our senior basketball correspondent. We're joined by our senior basketball correspondent, Grant Cole, to discuss the NBA season. We haven't had him on in a while. A lot of things have happened. Um, The upcoming trade deadline and the current state of our beloved Boston Celtics. Grant, thank you for agreeing to come on and thank you for waiting so long. For us to actually get started, I know you have you have a lot of stuff in your schedule today, and I I really appreciate you giving us your time. Yeah, thanks for waiting on my behalf, Grant. So, so Grant, what do you? What's your opinion of the NBA season? Have you been having a great time watching this NBA action? No, (laughs) it's all pretty. uh, As a Celtics fan, they're pretty bad at basketball at this moment. You watch a lot of games, Grant? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, before we get to the... Um, let's just jump right into it. The Celtics suck right now, okay? They are a, a literal lottery team at this point. Um, I'm not even sure if they're above 500. I think they might be... Cade. We're going to get Cade Cunningham. We're... <laughs> Wait, wait, no, I know this. That's Oklahoma State. They're the Cowboys. Go Cowboys! Yay! We we are no longer contending for NBA titles anymore. We are tanking. We love it. Um, I love it. All because we lost Terry Rozier. I don't think 
that was, I don't know, mm, I don't know if that's the reason. But, but hey, Grant, if I'm you excited could... for Cade Cunningham, Cunningham, um, <laughs> he's like a tall guy, he's good at basketball, it's gonna be a lot of and fun. And he's awesome. <laughs> and he's really cool. Geico's awesome, baby. Um, Grant, if you could go back in time, and, um, (laughs) would you, (laughs) that's funny, would you have kept (laughs) Terry Rougier and, uh, left Kemba on the Hornets? No. Would you have re-signed Kyrie? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, Um, I would have. That's an obvious answer. But seriously, I traded Hayward a lot sooner because he was not very good at basketball. Yeah, but he has a cool mustache. Don't you see? But I, I th- Grant, I don't think you're think really valuing what's was... important on a team right now. Do you want people who win games to issue... make you money, or do you want a guy with a funny mustache? I know what I, I don't want. Make any money. I just don't know. I don't where make your any are. money off of Gordon Hayward. Not there. Not in the Hayward corner. Okay, I just think I wasn't it's on fun. it when he signed. Yeah, why is he so disheveled? Brian is going through it, folks. <laughs> He's having a bad time. Folks at home. Audio the issue with the issue with Gordon Hayward though. My streamer is depressed. Audio it, it, listeners, we love you. <laughs> As Ted Nivison would say. <laughs> The issue with trading Gordon Hayward <laughs> is that you never kn- knew when this Hayward... Guy can't. He tried so many times to get it out, and then he flubbed <laughs> it. Are you kidding me? This is a podcast that where you talk? You never oh. knew when or if Hayward was going to return to Utah Jazz level Hayward. I did. Which... He wasn't what? going to. Whoa. But he told me. Some could argue that he's closer this season I on a different team. That team's He's not doggers, good this season. Bro. That team is doggers. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? That guy, he's on a bad team putting up numbers. Hallelujah. He's back, I think baby. They have, a, they have a better record than us right but now. We've established that that's not a high bar. <laughs> that, that is true. That much I know. Yeah. See this? He's he's shooting. He's shooting a ball. <laughs> See this? He's putting it right in the hoop. What are you doing? You're breaking some okay, twine? Okay, for context. For context, I'm doing a shooting motion with my arms right now. Grant is doing a shooting motion. See um, this? Look at this. So the, the current Eastern Conference standings are as follows. Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Miami, Atlanta, Atlanta. New York, Charlotte, and then Boston. Is in Charlotte the eighth, the eighth seed. seed, or is Celtics no. the eighth seed? Celtics is eighth seed. See, we're fine. What are we talking Grant, about? If I had told you two years ago or two months ago that at this point, um, the Boston Celtics would be below both the Atlanta Hawks, the New York Knicks, and also the Charlotte Hornets in the standings, um, and you know Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were both. Um, you know, reaching their peak forms. Um, <laughs> would you have called me crazy if I had told you that? 
I'd say, you know what? We need Al Horford. That's what it, that's what it is. We need the 11 <laughs> points and four boards. That's the that's what we're missing. Do you really think Al Horford had that much of an impact on, no. you know, well, he was like those teams? Very good. And it was like, oh, good guy. Clarifying good question. Player. Um who is Al Horford? <laughs> A Dominican basketball player. A Dominican That's awesome. basketball player. Is he good? He has two last names. He was pretty good for the Celtics, but now he's kind of bad. Where does he play now? The, the strange thing is, is that... Where is he playing? Those 2016-17 and 2017-18 Celtics teams were probably the best ones that we've had in the past 10 years. But mm-hmm. if you look at it on a talent level, those aren't the best ones. It's, it's difficult... It's like you'd have to – there was something um, um, outside of basketball that you could, you know, attribute to that team's success, whether it was a mentality of, you know, um, it's us against the world, everyone's counting us a, out. Uh, a sort of thing, uh, especially Mamba with mentality, the, if you will. Yeah, uh, when, 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 count, when, um, when Kyrie and Hayward both, you know, fell out in that season and then – Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum all took over in the playoffs. Um, it was a, a mentality-based thing. But then once Hayward and Kyrie both came back the next season, and it was like, these guys are going to win 60 games. These guys will be a shoe-in for the finals for the next, you know, 10 years. I think, I think- that that mentality thing, um, above any basketball move, um, you know, because you can't really specify, was it was it losing Terry Rozier? Was it losing Kyrie? Was it losing Hayward? Was it losing Horford? Because the twenty the twenty eighteen nineteen season when we had all those guys was you know doggers like Grant likes to say, but then once we lose Kyrie, we have a better season twenty nineteen twenty. Um, it's it's just strange. I think the reason that it like fell apart was because um, management and coaching put a priority on playing Gordon Hayward a lot of minutes that he didn't earn or deserve for how good yeah. he was after his injury. I think that is what made the team fall the, apart. There's been a lot of reporting on that, and that people have um, said that there was like specifically between Jalen Brown um, and Gordon Hayward's you know camps of people, not necessarily the players themselves but their supporters were like well Jalen um, Brown was clearly better at yeah. basketball so and there was can, this locker room mentality that um it was like the coach's son in Gordon Hayward like that's what people thought because of you know um the days that they'd spent you know in Butler. Gordon Hayward's college career Brad Stevens and him together there was a mentality that you know this guy doesn't deserve the minutes he's getting um but then you get rid of Hayward basketball you would you they, you get rid of Hayward and you get rid of that conflict probably, but then it you know, it goes downhill even more than it had, um, in the twenty eighteen nineteen season. Um, it's really unexplainable. It's hard to figure out, but I, I feel think like it's that a coaching change is coming in pretty soon because uh, I don't because the talent is there, so we should be able to get it done. And I I, I think I I blame it on. Danny Ainge <laughs> a little much, you know. If you look at the moves that he's made after the Kyrie trade, um, which was, you know, a, a feat to pull off, 
um, you know, shipping off Isaiah Thomas um, when he's, you know, the injury was worse than people in the in the media and the public knew about. Um, yeah, you know, um, I uh, half of it Ante Zizic, um, Jay Crowder and Colin Sexton for Kyrie Irving is a steal, at the yeah. time and now. Um, and it and it seemed almost like after that they became a little cocky. You know, they they trade for Kyrie, they sign Gordon Hayward. They're like, all right, we're gonna be great. Hayward goes down. They're like, oh shit, what do we do? It seems like in the situations where the Celtics seem like they're um, not going to do well, that they have a fighting mentality. Um, and you think that that would have kicked in, especially in the Cleveland game that just happened. You had this you know, Cleveland team that is not you know, m- making a-, a run for the conference finals at, a- at any time soon. Um, that it should be an easy win, but they seem to not give a shit when they're playing. Um and it was disheartening to see. It's it's something that you can't really fix with, like, I know Celtics Twitter wants, you know, they want Vucevic or they want Thaddeus Young or they want um, Harrison Barnes is what's always brought up. But, it, you know, tell any you one move. not going to fix this. What's his fucking Harrison name? Barnes? No, not Harrison Barnes. Thaddeus Young. Like, yeah. backup power forward for the Bulls. Like, ooh, that's not... The, the, I mean, the, the, strange, the strangeness really of the people they I can't really blame Danny Ainge that much. Because he drafted two all-stars, like, that are under 25, and didn't touch it to let them, like, develop. Which they did. They did develop. But I don't know what it is. And I... So, how... I don't know. Like, what's the explanation? It's, those Those draft picks that... You know, you get Grant Williams, Romeo Langford, Carson Edwards, me, and Pritchard and Neesmith, which were Everett Beals. Everett yeah. Beals, Pritchard and Neesmith were probably the best two picks out of those guys, um, but none of them were, you know, earned additions on a, a team that was supposed to be making the finals soon. Um, it seems like he just should have traded those picks. Um, and, you well, know, gotten us um, somebody else. Matisse Tybal, Brandon Clark were both there instead of Grant Williams and Romeo Langford. But if you look at the people he he drafted, you know, no, I'm Neesmith I'm, over this year. That's horrible. No, I know. That's that he drafted what I'm Neesmith over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Desmond Bain, Xavier Tillman, all those guys were still on the board. And he didn't. He picked Aaron Neesmith, which we don't need Aaron Neesmith. We needed a big man, and he didn't get that. So. That's true. Um, I don't think there is a magic big man out there that everyone wants. But I know a magic but big man up- that everybody wants. Shaq. Well, him and also uh, Nikola, but Shaka- Sha- Shaquille O'Neal also, definitely. Also him. Because he loves big, the LSU Tigers. Sh- Big Diesel. Go Tigers. Imagine and if, you know what else he loves, Grant? Imagine you know if the Celtics Shaq got loves? Shaq. The General. He loves the General. He also loves Icy Hot and... Um, degree. Men, on young he centers. loves the uh, shampoo, too. The, you know... Icy Hot. Oh, no. and Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Who, do- who doesn't, honestly? Right? Right, everyone? Yeah, I'm with you there. Can I get I a- think donuts are great. 
donuts. Grant, think of the I go nuts for donuts. Think of the world where the Celtics draft Giannis instead of James Young. What? What's, nope, that's what, not what even the it. World look Think it's of a world James where, Young. where Shaq You're pinning it on the, the wrong the guy. Celtics it was right Kelly Olenek. They drafted Kelly Olenek over the Giannis? I thought before, that was the James no. Young year. Wasn't that the James Young year? Kelly Olenek was picked before. James Young was drafted after him. Year and pick-wise. So it, it it was hard to know that Giannis would, would become what Giannis is yeah, now. Yeah, but it's but still a lame pick. To, yeah, like Kelly Olynyk is always going to be a lame pick. White guy bias of the Boston Celtics. Well, I mean, the white guy bad among, defender shooter teams that are named after Irish things. That guy definitely has the most Irish name. Olynyk. Yeah, Kel. You said Kelly, right? Olynyk. I mean. Kelly Olenek. That sounds is like Olenek Irish. Yes, it's got an O apostrophe. That sounds Irish. Do you know how it's? I mean, nope. If they're looking for, if, if that's not how it's spelled, okay. But to the outside There's, observer, oh, how do you think? No, this is fun. How do you think it's? Spelled? Maybe it's just O L Y N Y K. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Oh my gosh. So okay. That is not Irish. Irish. Yeah, but to the out to the to the boss to the greater Bostonian. Who simply cannot look at no images? No one ever liked Kelly Olynyk. One that would much, think because he's a lame you know, player. Great. Him optics. and Rajon Rondo had the same wingspan. You know who's got a big wingspan? Seriously? Yeah. Rajon Rondo Brian. has. I that is true. He does have wingspan. like. It's weird. It's that the, we can't see the end big. of your arms, but we'll take your word for big. it. Big. I have the same wingspan as ever. As Shaq. So while we all agree that no one um, change could fix the situation, did I agree that? to that? I was pogging. I think Grant agrees that no one change <laughs> could fix the situation. But if we could make a single change, um, a Giannis. trade, sign Giannis. Oh, trade for <laughs> <No>. Giannis. <laughs> What what trade would you want to see um, before the trade deadline? Using some of the extension, trading maybe Neesmith or Thompson. Or and something. I get one too, right? What would you want to see happen, Grant? Uh, get Shaq for round two. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the first round was pretty good. I need more Celtic Shaq. Mm-hmm. He looks good in green. He looks great in green. Big Diesel. Big buckets, right? Yup. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, um, let's trade for Andre Drummond. I don't yeah, know. good idea. Why not? We, okay. okay. Brian, you tell me that you want to trade for Isaiah. You want to sign Isaiah Thomas and trade for Gordon Hayward again. Let's hear no. it. No. I didn't it? say that. What do you want? I think Vucevic is a great idea. Vuce- who do you think... What trade do you think would happen where that is like an actual idea? Okay, let me get my let me get my NBA trade machine. Okay, okay so here's no. the thing, Off right? The we we <laughs> Off the dome. You just take you just take you take oh, Luka Doncic. You just you just, you just take him. In return, they get nothing. The Mavericks just are down a player. Um, we take him and then he's you him, take Mark Cuban hostage and say we know what you said and he's gonna be like I, I said so many things which one do you mean and I said I could say 
I would. Oh yeah, Brian, that would be funny. Me. Why don't you tell us about your tirade on Reddit on the Utah Jazz subreddit? Old man's um, been there. Done but that. first, but first, Grant, here's my trade for Vucevic. This is gonna, it's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, Tristan so. Thompson. Who? Nope. Daniel Tice. Huh? Romeo Langford. Aaron Neesmith. Some picks. Let's get it happen. Let's call it in. All right. Call so it in. Got two nothing players, a bad center in Tristan Thomas, Thompson. A good backup center in Daniel Tice, and a couple of mid, teenage teen picks. Why would they give up their best player in multiple decades for that? I think that there's um, some potential in Neesmith and Langford to develop into something. And I think that a lot of teams would like to have locker room presences like Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice. This Orlando team is just not working. And they have to do something None of them have. They never. That's the thing. They've never been good. And they've never tanked on purpose. They never. Here's my next trade idea. All right. Mo Bamba for Daniel Tice and Peyton. They made him a real guy. (laughs) There's a real Mo Bamba. They made him a real guy. (laughs) Someone. (laughs) It's a real basketball. No, I know. I I was making it funny. Is it? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Perceived ignorance made it funny, but. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a bird. No, no, no. That was her flapping her head cause it, with her um. It was a chicken. Ears. It, was a... it was a chicken. Hey, here's some basketball news, Grant. Um, Oral Roberts. <laughs> yeah. are, are we completely. They blew him up. They blew him out of the water. Ohio State's done they blew forever. Him up? They're gone. They blew him up. They there was once, believe it or not, there was once a city in central Ohio called Columbus. Now it's gone. Gross. It's weird. They what do you make up. of Oral? Thank huh? God. How'd they do? Oral's pretty good. Yeah. Ever can we can you just let us wrap this up? I just I want something I can talk about. <laughs> Fuck you. You shouldn't have invited me. You wouldn't keep that in. Yeah. You wouldn't keep your cussing at me now, would you? I'm sorry. Hey, I am I don't sorry, know. Brian. I do get forgive me. He's not Let me put a bow on He's this, and then sorry. we can say whatever stupid shit you want to say. <laughs> I'll <right>? leave. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. So, Grant. <laughs> and Everett, it's been too. A while. If you want to it's answer It's been a question. while. What did you say? <laughs> Grant and Everett. Yeah. In the next few months. As the season continues, and we yeah. reach the playoffs, what seed do you predict the Celtics to be at? Or will they not make the playoffs at all? Everett, Beals, go first. Um, What is reminder, the lowest the seeds possible are one through scene. Eight. seed? <laughs> eight. Scene. You're an idiot. Uh, eight? Idiot. idiot. I'm going to give them eight. Eighth seed. <laughs> you think they suck that bad? Well... You seem to be. You seem like you've made up your mind. I mean, <laughs> I. 
What do, what do I look like, Mister Mister Basketball? I mean, kind of. That's kinda. actually true. I mean, look at look. I've got. You know, Mister Matt, you've got a big. <laughs> He's wearing orange. He's wearing orange. For a head. Lots of balls. Now here's the thing, lots of basketballs. What? There's a ton of them. Look. You're a liar. Come on. Go get them. I heard. I heard. What All right. Here's said. the thing. I'd give Brian. I'm yeah. sorry. In my unprofessional opinion, I'll give him eight seed. From what you've told me. And from listening carefully, it sounds like they're ex- painfully mediocre, if not bad. That's that's all I have to say. Grant? I think they'll get the five seed. Nice, Grant. I think they'll pull it together, in my professional opinion. See, that's why we brought you here. That's why you brought me here. I'm a professional. Why isn't Grant here more often if he's a professional? Mm. Um, Grant, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm thinking fifth seed... Um, at best, fourth seed. Really? What's the under over? Fourth on or that? fifth? I don't think. What I I okay. don't know. Um, we're seven, we're, we're not better than the three other teams at the top of the East. We're not gonna get past Brooklyn. Nope. We're not gonna get past uh, Milwaukee. We're not gonna get past Philadelphia. Not a chance. Um, nope. Unless something crazy happens. Um, Absolutely. But positively wacky. There would that have would to be, be something crazy. really hysterical. But I'm saying fourth or fifth seed. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully, fourth seed. But we'll see. you know what, Brian? Uh, I think that's fair. In my professional opinion, I think that's fair. Okay, I'm glad we're all agreed. All right, that's our that's our Celtics that's talk our for podcast. today. Thanks for talking. Uh, that's Celtics. also the end of the podcast too. Thanks for talking to us, Grant. We really appreciate You're it. I love so Grant. Welcome. Thank you, Everett. Uh, for still ruining coming on. every basketball sex segment you have. <laughs> sex? No. <laughs> there is gross. Freudian slip. Thank you, Brian, for. Thank you, ever. Thank for you, Brian, for being every so sex. awesome. And thank you, Grant, Just for kidding. being totally Just rad. Kidding, obviously. <laughs> See this? Tell him what I'm doing. Boom. He's putting up the horns. Now he's hanging ten. Nice saying I love you. Alright, subscribe to this podcast if you liked it. Share it to a friend. I'm hanging loose. Not. Wait, does that mean you're naked? No. It it just means you're cool. Alright, that's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. by the example of our power, but by the power of our example.